0: God bless you. Welcome to Resplendency. My name is Joel, and I'm glad to be with you today for this, the study of God's Word and to worship together and to come together and just draw close unto the Lord. It's always a pleasure to be with each and every single one of you, and I'm just glad to be here. Thank you to Pastor Chris and Pastor Natalie for having me today bring God's Word. We're continuing on our distraction series, which I highly recommend if you haven't been listening or maybe you've Watch one and miss one of the others. I highly recommend you go back, listen if you haven't, if you have already re listen to it. Um, the Distraction series has been something that God really put in our heart as we start off 2024 when we're seeking the Lord more. That wasn't me trying to be funny. That's just just me saying truly. We are trying to seek the Lord more and more. And and as we enter out into this new year, you know, we're just really trying to make sure we have no distractions and we're focused on first things first. We always need to be not distracted, but it's great to start the new year in this kind of way. It's what we believe the Lord has really called us to do and we're following the leading of His Holy Spirit. So again, really recommend that you guys watch and listen, re-listen to our distraction series. But uh, before we get into that, I do want to give you some updates, some announcements uh, for what we're doing here at Resplency. If you're new to Resplancy, welcome. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Maybe you somehow found the video, came across your feed. God is with us. God is with you where you are right now, and I pray that God's Holy Spirit surrounds you and is just comforting you and encouraging you and giving you all that you need this very day. It's a promise from God's word that He, as we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. So as you are now seeking his kingdom today with us, may he draw near unto you. I pray that in Jesus' name. We're glad to have you with us. And you know here at Resplancy, we have multiple different uh, Virtual meetings that when different types of content that we're putting out that helps us to draw near to God, first things first, right? And so, uh, I want to talk to you about Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, every single Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here at Resplency, we have our prayer meetings. We refer to this as our most important meeting here at Resplency. Why is that? Because on our own, we are nothing but with God, we have more than enough. We are encouraged or strengthened to go forward. When we pray, we are so glad that the Holy Spirit just comes and speaks to us. It's not just a one-sided thing. And so in the power of prayer, in the time of prayer, we receive all that we need. And I tell you, it's not just about um, need as in, oh, I, I, I have a financial, physical, medical whatever type of need. And those things are, are real. And we do pray a lot about those things. But even if things are well and good, we have a need for the Lord. So long as we are here on the earth, we need Him. We need Him more and more and more and more. And so at Responsi, we say we draw near to Jesus. Jesus is, is what we, we need to live on every single day. So in the time of prayer on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, join with us. You can uh, watch this on our YouTube channel. We broadcast them live from there. We encourage you to be subscribed to our YouTube channel, hit that bell notification, that, that bell button, you know, on there to get notified when the videos drop or when we go live. And uh, we encourage you if you have prayer requests in advance, you can go ahead and send them to contact at that's contact at resplency.com. And we'll talk, we'll be able to pray about it live with you, Uh, you know, whether that's um, in the middle of the prayer meeting, whether that's the meeting even after. We take these things, we hold them and bring them before the Lord. And we encourage you as well, as God answers, as God speaks, bring praise reports too, things that are just. Things you want to say. Glory to God. These things happened that we've been praying for. I've been praying for. Uh, we want to hear those just as much as we hear also the prayer requests. But no matter what, just know the response is here to pray and believe. And we want you to pray and believe too. But when we come together, it's a mighty thing that happens in the presence of God. So make sure again you are subscribed. You have that bell uh button selected so you get those notifications. Don't don't, you know, rely upon, oh, I'll wait till I see the video come out. Watch it live. Be proactive. Step out and do something about it. It's easy. It says a couple clicks. Really encourage you guys to do that. As well, we also want to tell you all that we have many other forms of content as well. We have our Be Resplendent series, which is really awesome. It's an encouragement uh, that we bring here um, on our YouTube channel. These videos are a little bit different than some of our live streams or prayer meetings. So we really want to encourage you to make sure you're subscribed and watch our Be Resplendent episodes. Uh, Go ahead on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. And you'll be able to see those videos there as well and additionally we want to encourage you to also download the resplendency app the Resplendency app is a great way for you to get those notified of, of weekly words that that get pushed out you get a notification that pops up and it's got scriptures kind of like a bible study if you would think about it um if, when you see it you'll know what i'm talking about and uh, it would just be a great encourager a great re- refresher in the middle of the week just to stop say law, take it in and be refreshed by the presence of the Lord when you read it. And I I encourage you, I I love reading it every single week. And I'm not just saying that because I'm part of a but it really does bless me and I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful for the people of God that that work on putting that together. So really highly recommend you download that app, iPhone, Android, all that good stuff. And uh, there's plenty of other uh, functionality features on there. So download it, get in there. And, and and get connected with Resplendency. Also, we want to encourage you to, to follow us on social media at Resplendency on multiple different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, Pinterest. We're on so many places. Follow us across all these places. Don't just follow one. Follow on all. This is not because we're trying to boost our numbers, but that anywhere that's just on your feed, any place you randomly open that app, you open this app, you open the next app, you're going to have God's word being pushed out to you and being encouraged. And that's a great thing. We're grateful for that. We're grateful for for social media. Again, so many people, they they have such a negative connotation towards stuff. I choose to be grateful and see see it from a a, a spiritual perspective, what God has allowed us to do through these wonderful tools. We're grateful for responses, utilizing it for the glory of God. So I'm thankful for it and I pray you all would use it as well in the same way you'd be able to follow us and, and really be encouraged comment share those things all that good stuff uh also we want to encourage you all uh that you know as we are praying and fasting right now uh, that you would continue to just uh you know uh, sorry if you, we had started the year praying and fasting if god's still encouraging you to still be praying and fasting depending on uh, when you're watching this depending if you still are but if you aren't throughout the year we're still going to be um praying about how we do that throughout the year Uh, Always make sure you consult the doctor, but you know we want to encourage you as well to to just watch some of our our other uh prayer meetings, other Sunday services as well that will encourage you about that. So really just felt like I just encourage you all to take in as much as you can here on our Responsive YouTube channel. It's a blessing, and we're grateful for it. All right, so I got all those announcements out of the way. Uh, I want to now just worship the Lord. Just, Just join with me in worship right now. Let's just glorify God wherever you are. Jesus, 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 we thank you for you are great and greatly to be praised. We give you all the glory and honor that is due to you. We just glorify and magnify you, O God, for you are worthy. You are holy. You are righteous and you are sovereign. And we thank you that you are here in our presence right now as we speak your name, Jesus, God, as we get loud, as we get passionate, as we just seek and pursue you, God, we thank you that you run and pursue us. So right now in your presence, no matter what type of things I could try to distract, things that we could try and remember, that our past or present, God, our needs, shame, all these things, we put it all before you right now, God. We run to you, not from you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your holiness. Oh Lord, may we right now in your presence be just so consumed by you and your spirit, oh God. May your spirit be the thing that distinguishes us from all other people on earth, just like you did with Moses. I thank you, oh God, that you are our protector. You are our keeper. So right now, would you just go to your people all around the world as they listen to this word, all around the world, God, as they join in in prayer, as they join in in worship, as they join in in study, that, oh God, your spirit would be revealed and manifested to be so real in their lives. I thank you, God. That you have the power to save many through this. You have the power to compel many through this, O Lord. And it is by you, God, that these things happen. So, Lord, I pray that the words of my mouth, O Lord, the meditation of my heart would be pleasing and In your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I pray that I would only say what I am meant to say, and I would not say what I'm not supposed to say. I pray that the people of God would have no blinders, no hindrances, no distractions, but they would be fully focused, that you would just allow this by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Glory to God, glory to God. Well, today we're going to be continuing, like I said, talking about our distraction series. And I I, I want to tell you right now that today I'm going to be talking about blinders. uh, Blinders. And so instantly people can think of that in a negative way. I'm going to talk about it in a twofold way. I think blinders is something that uh, many times you can think of like, you know, in a physical sense that if someone's blind, they cannot see. um, But blinders are not the same as being blind. So blinders are are something that usually like, I thought of this before, I believe Pastor Chris has used this analogy before a few times as well, but you know, like if you are in in certain places where maybe there are horses in the middle of like, you know, certain uh, cities, I know like places like New York and other places I've seen it before where um, the the horses will be uh, surrounded by cars and all kinds of things around them, but they put these these blinders on the sides of the eyes. So the only thing that the horse sees is what's in front of it. So it doesn't get distracted by everything around it and spook spook it and, 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 and throw it off. It's able to just stay focused on what's in front of it. And so um, blinders don't mean that the horse is blind. The horse still sees far ahead, but it just it's cut off everything around the side of it. At the same extent, sometimes uh, blinders are making you only see part of the picture, not the whole picture. (laughs) And so I want to encourage us that we think about this from a spiritual sense. We're using practical uh, definitions and and practical uh, thinking of the way these things might work. But I want you to think about it from a spiritual standpoint. That's what we're going to talk about today, about how uh, blinders can be distractions or can keep us from distractions. Okay? So, you know, right now, I want you to, to turn with me, if you could, right now to Isaiah 42, Isaiah 42, verse 6, Isaiah 42, verse 6, so we'll read verse 6 through 7. It says "As I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you in and will make you to be a covenant for the people, and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. We are called as people of God to help set people free. It is not that we are the ones who set them free, but it is through Jesus Christ that we set them free. Because there are many people who are like, I just want them to understand. I want them to get this. I want them to see this. Why won't they understand? But the Bible makes it clear, these are people who have been blinded and they are sitting in darkness. These are the kind of people who, you know, they it doesn't matter uh what's going on around them, they have been unfortunately chained to things that are keeping them from seeing the full picture. They have blinders on, right? And so we we have don't have the ability to take it off, but when we carry his message, his message is what takes them to be free. His message is what brings freedom. And guess what? We ourselves need to be freed. Consistently, we are the ones that have to consistently also bring ourselves before the Lord. And say, God, help me to be more free. Help me to release these things, or anything that's that's keeping me in a place of darkness. There's many times we can all be honest and say, I feel like I'm in a place of darkness. I feel like I'm in a place where I'm not seeing clearly, or I don't understand whether it's I'm concerned about my present, or I'm concerned about my future, I don't understand the season that I'm in. And guess what? God has the ability to set us free. Who the sum sets free is free indeed. Somebody say amen wherever you are right now. Amen. Come in agreement. I am free. I am free. I am free. You can write that right now if you want. You can write that if you right now want in the comment section in the chat. I am free. I am free. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you got to prophesy that with, with your own words and speak life over yourself in Jesus' name. In fact, like I was saying about how people can't see in in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 through 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 through 4, it says this, and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Do you hear what I'm talking about when I said blinders? The gospel has been veiled to these people. They have blinders on. They cannot see the light. Who is doing this? The enemy satan the devil a real foe a real spiritual principality that is trying to blind the people and so we could say i don't understand why these people don't see this but if they've been blinded how would they know what seeing looks like how would they know what freedom looks like if they have not seen it if they have not experienced it you know i in some ways Spiritually, what I see these people like, and this is a situation where we actually are talking about like blinded. If if I if I right now just just had my eyes completely covered right now, and I was told to just walk, I would be knocking over everything in the studio. I would look crazy. I would just I could keep stumbling. I would keep I would get hurt probably. I would probably um, break things. I probably would would cause. um chaos to some extent, if I just kept going like this, okay, and I just kept walking around here. Can I tell you that's spiritually what a lot of people are like when they are distracted? They're hurting things at people, places. They're they're being hurt themselves. They're causing destruction. They're not building up. God's word is the thing that will set us free. I want you to right now take that picture and say, Oh Lord, help me and the people that I know around me to not be distracted and therefore blinded. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I just had that picture so strongly right now. There's somebody right now that they feel like they don't understand why, but there's people that they're going to need to speak to that they haven't spoken to in a while. And I pray that God shows you exactly what, how you are to handle this. I don't know why. I don't know who, what, when, where. I don't know if this is a, a business you used to work for. I don't know if this is um, something that, um, you know, fortunately something bad happened to me. Whatever the situation is, but I just sense that right now by the Holy Spirit, this is just me just, just praying right now that that's happening. And guess what? God is going to use you to bring freedom to people who cannot see. I don't know what, why, that's just what the Lord is showing me right now. God is going to use you for freedom. Just between you and God, whoever you are right now. I don't know where you are. There are people all over the world right now. God's going to use you right now in your own hometown, city, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I just, I, I just also want to talk about also... Uh, you know some of the, the the things that we do need to to shut away and not look at too. I want to take now some of that time now for these next few moments to talk about that. So you know if you would uh, turn to Genesis chapter two, Genesis chapter two. Uh, so in, in the book of Genesis, early on, we know um, not, some of us may know. You know this. There's uh, Adam and Eve, and I'm just gonna uh, give you a little bit of a, a summary overview here where we're at. But Adam and Eve, the first man and woman that God created here on the earth in his image, they are walking the earth, they are walking in dominion. God gives them authority over everything, over the lands, the the the, the animals. And so as they are living and going and doing just the two of them together, uh, at this moment there is one simple command. God says, everything, I, I made all this stuff good. But the one thing I'm telling you to stay away from is this one tree and this one fruit. Because I know you guys are going to be hungry. I know you guys are going to be trying different stuff. You're going to have some berries over here. And you're going to have some bananas over here. And you're going to have some oranges and tangerines and all that stuff going on. And the the, the lettuce and all the, the stuff that, that that's out there on, on these lands. But I'm telling you, this one particular fruit, this one particular thing. And we don't know exactly what the fruit is. I also want to encourage you that. Because there are many people who... You know, and I am not coming against it entirely. I think it's just to, to paint a picture. They always like say, oh, it's like the apple, the apple. The Bible does not say it is an apple, it says it's a fruit. So <laughs> we don't know. Don't be don't be using it as an excuse. My doctor told me to have some some fruits. I won't have no apples. It's okay. You can have the apple. <laughs> I'm not saying not saying that. Just having fun with you guys. But um yeah, like the Bible talks about, you know, the, the fruit of this one particular tree. And so it's like saying, Don't eat this. God is saying, I need you to cut it off. Don't even look at it. Don't 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 experience don't anything. Just just leave it there. Exist in this place, in this space, but do not touch that thing. Leave it alone. And this is one of those things that is one of the major tests. And so, you know, in Genesis chapter two, verse seventeen, it says, But you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Not only did God give the warning of, hey, don't touch it, don't eat this. But he even says, if you do. You will die. You will certainly die. Maybe die, kind of die. <laughs> like you will die, certainly. Um, so it's like you have the command. You have the, the, the thing that's been clearly defined. Just just leave it alone. And you also have the effects of if you do, this isn't this. I don't believe God was using it as a fear tactic because if that was the case, why wouldn't God do something to make sure that it was perceived to be ugly and terrible? You know, why wouldn't at that moment God, you know, do something where the tree looked like it was rotting and you know, Ooh, that that does not look like good fruit to me. That doesn't look like something I should eat. It's I sh- I'm I'm scared of what that thing would do to me if I ever touched that. You know, it's not like that kind of a thing. Like it's, it's, it's just looks like every like there's fruit like everything else that's out there. But there's just, it's just one tree in particular. Like everything else out there is good, but this one thing is like, hey, it has good and it has evil, which is interesting that the Bible even refers to the tree as good and evil, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, um, which is interesting because a lot of people I've heard theologians even say like, it's not that God didn't want them to know better; He just wanted them to depend upon Him. We were created with this innate way of saying, you know what? I will provide every single thing you need. I will take care of the land. I will keep you. I will watch over you. You'll walk with me and talk with me. The Bible says that that's literally how they live. He's like, but if you choose this, you're choosing to say, I will know all these things. And now with the knowledge you have, you'll be responsible for the life that you live in this type of way it's very fascinating. It's a free choice that God gave them. Like I said, he didn't make it like blocked off, invisible, all the stuff, but he also um, is warning them of, of, you know, what's going on here. I just think that's absolutely fascinating. So when you verse, you jump to Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, you know, the the Bible says this, verse 1, now the serpent, serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals, the Lord had made. He said to the woman, "Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden?" The woman said to the serpent, "We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did. But did God say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden? You must not touch it, or you will die." Which is interesting because the visualizer hears that it's in the middle. You're supposed to be like not distracted by it, but it's clearly the distraction if it's right in the middle of everything. <laughs> That's how distractions feel sometimes spiritually. You're like I am trying to avoid this thing, and it's literally right in front of me. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? As as as, as 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 a Christian, if you've been walking with God and you know certain things, and you've been if you're new to the faith, trust me, you probably can still identify this with any other practical thing in life. But like, man, you know how many times it's like this? I'm trying to avoid this thing, but it's literally right in the middle. Why couldn't that tree be like? All the way off, like miles away. Like you had to like trek for it. You know, why did it have to be right in the middle? <laughs> and so, this is what the Bible talks about. This, this, he says, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Their eyes of both them were open and they realized they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Bible continues to go on that they hid from the Lord because they they they, they felt like they not only did they, they see themselves for who they really are, but they also um, hid from the Lord because they were ashamed of what they had done because they, the Lord would see them that way. And, and God knew, of course, God sees all things, but he gives them a chance. He calls out to them. He tells them, hey, like, I, I, I saw this. I know this. And he handles everything in there. And I really encourage you to, to read through the whole thing. It's an incredible, incredible passage of Scripture. All Scripture is. Um, But, you know, really when you started off at the beginning of time, it's it's a great thing to really study. But the point being is distractions have been there since the beginning. And these things are not new. And uh, if you remember when I talked about the generational curses series, um, which I really encourage as well, if you guys go back to that series, really good stuff there. Um, but you know, with the generational curses, I also talked about how the the devil has been around for a very long time and therefore generational curses have been around for a long time and they are nothing new. That we've maybe lived for a certain amount of years, but they've lived for tens of thousands, however many years they've been around these things, and they've seen your, your generations, generations and generations fall and do different things, and they know the same tricks to use on you. So you think aha I got it. I'm not going to repeat what they did. I'm not going to do it. I know all this stuff. And you know, somehow, some way, a part of your life looks similar. Some things you're trying to actively break. You're trying to actively not be like so-and-so or this or that and the other. And your mind, like, ah, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to struggle with this. I'm not going to have these things happen to me and somehow some way, feel like these things keep chasing after you and you're like, why does it feel like I have to like run away from like this stuff? Like it's literally running right right behind me. And so, uh, you know, that's like how it, it can feel with distractions in a similar type of way. Like the enemy is chasing us down sometimes with distractions. And so when we understand these things, it doesn't mean that we give so much glory and so much uh, exalting of the issue and the things. We have to identify it because if we don't identify it, then we won't be able to confront it. God gives us the ability to confront these things for a good and glorious purpose. So much stuff in our lives, people are afraid to confront. They are afraid to talk about it. Maybe it's because unfortunately the people around them would make them feel shameful. Maybe it's because unfortunately the people in the area would be, um, you know, not helping them. Or telling them it's okay, and telling them, it's not, and they know in their hearts not, or whatever these things might be that are hindering them, or some, or not helping them get to where they believe God's called them to do. But I will say, like in all of those types of situations and circumstances, the awesome part is we have a God that knows more above all these other things, more than these generational curses, more than these distractions, more than Satan himself, as power, king of kings. There are kings, but then there's the king above all of the kings, the, the 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 highest of the high, the most high God, as we say. And so when we go through all these things and we face all of these things, we are promised that God himself will come through and watch out for us. God himself will bring us through. God himself will strengthen us through it. But we have to seek after him. We don't hide from him. We run to him. And this is all true according to God's perfect plan, perfect will. I know no matter what any of us face, no matter what any of us could be potentially distracted with, God has the ability to keep us through it because that's what he promises he would do. It is nothing that is too hard for the Lord. And so when you, if you are right now saying, I want to be free, I want to have freedom. I don't want to have distractions be the things that keep winning over in my life, be the thing that keeps um, the thing I get to give them the battle and, and, and go up against. I want to to have victories in these places. I want you to right now just either uh, if, if you're unsaved to, to dedicate your heart to Christ with me right now just to, to say give my life to you Jesus and if you are saved just, just say it again because it's got, in God's presence right now God is, God is with us right now we're speaking about real things. The Lord loves it when we cry out to Him and call out to Him so if you right now would join with me, I want us to right now give an opportunity to say a prayer of of uh, together we would do this and say, "Lord, I need you, I want you and and, and and to to seek after him and give our lives to him and let him have his way in our, in our lives so let's let's pray that right now, if you would. Just just go ahead and bow your heads with me and close your eyes if you can, and let's just pray this together. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for my brothers and sisters right now all around the world, as they join in with praying with me, that they are closing their eyes and they're praying right now, I pray that they would verbally confess to you and say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, come have your way in my life. I know that I have done wrong. I've come in agreement with wrong. And I don't want to be in the wrong. I know that you have very specific ways that you want me to follow. So right now, I give myself to you. I ask your Holy Spirit to come upon me. I ask your Holy Spirit to keep me. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to be just that, my Lord and my savior. Oh, I pray that you would save me from myself and from this world. I thank you that your strength is powerful enough to do this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Welcome to the family of God. All of heaven is rejoicing because you've just given yourself to, to Jesus and said it. He is our Lord and our Savior. And guess what? With that, we have freedom. With that, we have freedom. So I thank God you do that. I pray that you would even connect with Um, Send an email to contact.respendency.com. Contact at com, And you know, tell us. You just accepted Jesus. Email us and tell us you know, hey, that you're celebrating and maybe you want to send in a prayer request. We'd love to just celebrate with you and we'd love to be there for you in this process because at the end of the day, together, we put our faith together. We will see a mighty and miraculous move of God in our lives and in your life together. So thank you so much for, for praying that with me. I pray everyone today was blessed by the reading of God's word. I pray that you would all just uh, really, um, again, watch us again. Let's do it again. Take time to read again, especially Genesis chapter 3. It's something that I think a lot of us need to read and be encouraged by. I believe that many of us um, we maybe have heard these stories before, but it, it does good for us when we take time to really read it on our own, study it, and dive deep into it. Remember, we have our prayer meeting on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the Responsi YouTube channel, we would encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to our channel, ring the bell, and make sure you're here for You can send in those prayer requests, like I said before, contact at responsi.com or in the comment section. We'd love to pray with you and pray for you. Uh, we also want you to take an opportunity to follow us on all of our social media so you can get encouraged weekly on all the places that we post. And we also encourage you to download the Resplendency app where you can also get all those push notifications directly to your phone. Last but not least, I want to encourage you if you would consider donating to Resplendency Resplendency, giving what we refer to as a tithe and an offering as the Bible refers to it as. This is our way of saying what we have, we value, but we value you more. The kingdom of God is as the person who sells everything they have just to buy the field. Because the one who buys the field owns the jewels that are in the field. We are saying we have this, but we'll give it all up to possess the kingdom, to possess this one thing. That's what the Bible refers to it as. I just gave you a parable that the Bible talks about. And so that's what we're doing with our tithes and our offerings. When we keep it to ourselves and we're saying, we love you, you are valuable, but we keep eating our seed. We won't be able to see a harvest. That's just Bible. That's just how the kingdom of God operates. And so I would encourage you you would consider, and it's not me trying to coerce you into it. I'm not telling you even how much to give, but what I am asking you is that you, between you and God, you would pray about it, and you would give to the ministry. You're not giving it to me. You're not giving it to Pastor Chris or Pastor Natalie or any of our team. You're giving it saying, Lord, this is for your kingdom and your kingdom alone. Watch what God does in your life. Watch what God does in your life. I believe many of you are, are going to see some freedom and breakthroughs this very week, and if you would, I'm going to pray over the tithes and offerings, so if you would, again, just, just pray with me here. God, I pray you would bless your people, these people today that are, are giving out of what they have. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would just uh, encourage them and that you'd be with them and all the things that they may face, you know, the very needs that every single one of them have. And I pray that right now, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would do a mighty thing in their life that supernaturally they would have more than enough, that literally wouldn't just be that they have more than enough, but they would quickly have more than enough. I think that rapidly you would do blessings in their lives. Rapidly they would see the physical manifestation of your goodness and your love and your kindness. Oh, Lord, I thank you that you are able to do this. And so, God, I now just humbly bring all these people before you. And I thank you for these tithes and these offerings. May you bless Resplendency. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would uh, just compel the people to give what they need to give. Oh, Lord, that you would help us here at Resplendency to do what we need to do to to bring forth your kingdom that we would use it the way you want us to use it. We just give it all to you right now in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for being with us. We are so glad to have you here. I pray you will join us again Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern for prayer meeting. God bless you. And don't forget to stand down and shine for Jesus. And don't just go to church. Be the church.